welcome to Next Generation Saints. I'm your host, Nick Coons. So, recently I listened to Jordan Patterson and the Stuart Connectly from New Canaan, Connecticut. I've had him on my show a couple of times, along with uh, one of his, one of my episodes had his father, uh, Cliff Connectly, on. So, I was listening to uh, Stuart talking on TikTok, and yes, I follow on TikTok and whatnot. I listened to him talking about something that Jordan Patterson brought up, and I wanted to address it. I'm not going to say that I'm disagreeing with any of them. I just feel like my thoughts further what they were talking about and compliment him. Existential nihilism. Now, may, some people may understand, if you're listening to this, know what that means. Other people may not. So, for those who don't understand, this is what it means. While nihilism is often discussed in terms of extreme skepticism and relativism, for the most of the 20th century, it has been associated with the belief that life is meaningless. Existing nihilism begins with the notion that the world is without meaning or purpose. Now, that's an interesting part of the definition. Without meaning or purpose. Now, I do want to say this. I agree with Stuart and I agree with, um, with Jordan on this one. Here's where I come from. If you're a nihilist and you truly believe this, or a professor and you truly believe this, whomever you may be, you can't live your worldview out. The reason being is, first of all, you act like life has meaning. You do, every day of your life. We all walk around. We all live our lives. We all go to work or and we have relationships with people, however that may take on form. Or we go online and we play on YouTube or, let's see, um, go on Twitch streaming. Or we have go online and we talk to each other or whatever we may do. Whatever it may take form of, we actually have a reason to exist and to live. We act this out every single day of our lives. We drive to our locations. We go enjoy foods and drinks. We all have something that we're living for. I cannot tell you what you are living for. Only you can answer that question. The problem with nihilism, uh, this existential nihilism is saying that there is no meaning. There's no meaning, then you're obviously walking contradiction. You are. You are literally a walking human contradiction. You cannot live out your worldview. You walk around and act like there's things that are important to you. You talk to um, Cliff and Stuart Connectly on Give Me an Answer. You discuss things with your professor if you're in school or with your boss, wherever you may work. You discuss things with family and friends, however those conversations go. When it comes to politics, you have your own worldview towards it. And when something is right, something is done right, you're happy. When something is done wrong, it frustrates, makes you angry, and gives you a righteous anger. But none of those are true in your worldview. It's far more than just an arbitrary decision to say that something doesn't exist. But here's the thing. I get to hear a nihilist say, I am a walking contradiction. I do claim that life has no meaning nor purpose, and yet I live like I have purpose. I don't believe purpose exists, but I am going to pretend. Well, if you're going to pretend, then how are you any different than a six-year-old pretending that they have an imaginary horse? You're not any different. Now, it's easy for nihilists to go ahead and talk about Christians. Oh, how could you possibly believe in a god that exists? And I've heard that one thrown out there. How could you possibly do that? Well, I would say, well, as a Christian, 
we actually consistently live our lives out with our worldview to a very strong extent. Christians believe that they have purpose in life, that there's meaning in existence. They're not sure exactly what it is, but they know that there is. They also believe that a God gave them purpose, that God, Yahweh, Elohim, you know, Jesus, that you were created in the image of God, and therefore you're born with intrinsic value, innate worth, and have a purpose, that God has created you for a purpose. The Christian worldview does not contradict itself in this area whatsoever. In fact, the Christian worldview does not contradict itself at all. There are Christians or people who claim to be Christians who will contradict what they preach all the time. That's true. But the, the message of the gospel, the message of the Bible, the message of, the Christian, of Jesus Christ does not contradict. So when we have Christians who are living their worldview out because they have meaning and purpose because they believe God has created them with intrinsic value, innate worth, and gives you meaning and purpose, the nihilist is up creek without a paddle. I listened to the professor when he was talking when she was talking to Jordan Patterson about this. And Jordan Patterson called her out, and I believe rightly so, to say, Well, what are you talking about? Life has no meaning. You obviously are a professor here. And here's the thing, if, and, and this professor went on to say, <clears throat> there's no such thing as truth, which of course he didn't use the con the, the term back at them, saying, Well, is that truth? I would have done that. But here's what I want to look at. I remember watching God's Not Dead, the final debate scene. And I don't know if you've ever seen it, but it was between Professor Radisson and this uh, student, um, Josh, I believe the character's name was. And the point, the, the whole argument got to the point of talking about moral absolutes, right? <clears throat> Good and bad. And I believe in God's Not Dead from Pure Flix, this was really a good point that was brought up. If let's say as a professor, you're grading papers and you're going to, you're going to be telling your students, Hey, there's a quiz coming up. You better test do your study. You better do well in this quiz because it's a percentage of your grade and you want to be able to pass this class. So what they will do is they'll put out the test, right? And let's say the student like Josh Wheaton, I believe that was his name, Josh Wheaton, <coughs> excuse me, cheats on that test, right? Professor Addison would turn around and say, it would sound like a Christian. How could you do that? You know that's wrong. You can't do that. Well, based on, based on what? I believe Josh's point was really clear in there when he says, if my actions dictate, uh, dictate how I succeed, if my actions help me succeed, why shouldn't I do them? Yeah, I mean, he was talking to the atheist about how you know, this professor, Dr. Addison, about how moral integrity is connected to God. And that is true. But the same thing with nihilists. If they're going to say something is right or wrong, good or evil, if this professor is going to be like consistent educationally in the way that she operates on a professional scale, then her worldview cannot exist because you're going to give a test, same situation. You're going to give a test to your students and if there's no such thing as truth and life is ultimately meaningless, I could just simply walk up with a, um, take the piece of paper, draw a, big, draw a circle on it, or not do anything at all, and just turn it back in and say, I have an A. I get an A on this quiz. And if they are consistent with their worldview, then the answer is yes, you get an A. Congratulations, you passed the test. Because the, the, there's no truth that exists. 
But that's the problem with this professor. They can't live out consistently their worldview. You can't give a quiz to somebody and say, and then and say that there's no truth, and then say, wait, 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 you got this wrong. That's that's called intellectual hypocrisy. You can't do that. How can you tell someone they're right or wrong on it if truth doesn't exist? You see the point I'm bringing up here. So to say that there's no meaning. So here's my question to um, these nihilists. If life has no meaning nor no purpose, why keep sucking wind? Why keep breathing? Why keep existing in your life? You're living a delusion. Can't you see that? You're delusional. You assume that there's meaning and existence in life. <clears throat> you believe there's a purpose behind all this? It's a giant crapshoot. It's, it's a deck of cards and the game's whatever. There's no good. There is no evil. There's no purpose to your existence. You should probably just die at one point because your life is ultimately meaningless and existence has nothing real in it whatsoever. So why not be intellectually consistent and why not be consistent in your life and just die off? Stop fucking air. I obviously don't want you to actually do that, but I'm saying is if you really think about it and the question is proposed in the actual way that I, I should say, if you want to be consistent, this would be a consistent question to ask. Why not just commit suicide? There's no meaning or purpose. But here's the problem. I think you know this. If you are one of those people who think this way, I think I know why you keep living. Why you keep going every day. Why you keep sucking wind every day. Why you do everything. Because you know you have a purpose. You know deep down inside you, in, your, in the very soul of your existence, in the times of night, when you're sitting on your bed alone, or when you're sitting alone in the quiet of the day or the evening, you know, deep within you, you hear it, you feel it, you know it's there, that there is a purpose to your existence. There is meaning to your life. There is a reason behind all of this. Let me invite you to understand who Jesus Christ is. Jesus says, instead of you believing that there's no life or meaning or purpose, Jesus says there is purpose. He created you for a reason. You're not here by accident. You're here because he wanted you here. He made the situation happen to get you here. All the things in your life he has controlled and allowed to make sure that you get here to this very point, even to listen to this podcast right here, right now. You have a purpose in your existence. It's not meaningless. You have a reason to exist. Life is not a crapshoot. It's ordered and designed. So how would you like to know the creator of you? How would you like to know them? You yearn for it, you desire it, you crave it, and when nobody else is around you and no influences are around you, you can feel it. He's calling you, the Holy Spirit calls to you in the dead of night, in the stillness of your mind. He calls out to you to pull you into a relationship with Jesus Christ because you know that nihilism is not truth. You want to convince yourself of that because you probably have had pain in your life you probably don't know where else to go and you feel the emptiness and the void and therefore 
just taking away all meaning and purpose to leave you with nothing. Somehow you thought that would be the best thing for you, but instead leaves you in a greater depression than you've ever had in your entire existence. Hear that still small voice calling out to you to pull you in. That is the Holy Spirit calling you to Jesus Christ. Come know who you are, your real purpose, your real name, who your identity truly is. Come to get to know him. He is, you have burdens in your heart. Your yoke is heavy, the yoke that you put on like on oxen, right? Your burdens are heavy upon your shoulders. He'll take that away. His burdens are light, very light. He is a gentle and loving savior. He'll tell you who you are. Your life is not meaningless or without void of purpose. You know this as much as I do. So come unto Jesus and he can help save you. So until next time we meet again, may God richly bless y'all, my dearly beloved.